are listening to the Own Your Work podcast, an audio training created for the growing movement of entrepreneurial spirited professionals. These are the professionals who are no longer waiting for their companies to give them the tools they need for success, but instead they are owning their work and taking the lead on their development and the trajectory of their careers. Now, if this sounds like you, or you want this to sound like you, then join me weekly where we will touch on everything from landing the job, getting promoted, mindset, productivity, your personal brand in the workplace, and these are just to name a few. We will cover it all with myself and professional development experts to bring you the practical strategy you need to move forward today. So my friends, grab a pen and a pad because the time has come for you to get inspired, get the tools so that you can get to work and create your best work life yet. I'm your host, Sonia Holmes, and this is the Own Your Work Podcast. Hey friends, it's Sonia Holmes here, and you are listening to the Own Your Work Podcast, where I bring you some inspiration and actionable steps to help you create your best work life yet. Now, friends, I got to be honest with you. So I actually had a whole different episode planned out. I had some things recorded, and when I went to edit the audio, it just sounded garbled and like glitchy. And, you know, you could understand what I was saying, but that glitch and that clicking in the back just, uh, it just wasn't a good listener experience, even when I listened back to it. And I know that I said, I'm not going for perfection, but I really believe in quality. So letting go of perfection does not mean letting go of quality. So I don't know, maybe you might want to write that down. Take that. It's free. (laughs) But anyways, when I went to re-record the episodes, friends, you wouldn't believe, even though I was excited when I recorded it the first time, so excited. And I feel like that message is still important and it's still something that I'm going to do again and teach. But when I went to re-record it, it actually felt forced. And I'm a kind of person, I can do hard things, but one thing, I don't like to do forced things. I don't like when things feel forced. And when it does, I've learned to tap into what's going on and try to figure out the why behind it. So when I took a step back, I I had to get real and try to figure out why is this feeling forced right now? And faith is really big for me. So like, I don't just even have these dialogues myself. Like I pray and having these conversations, right? I, I speak and I, I believe Holy Spirit speaks to me. And one thing when I, when I said that, I, I really felt this impression that, because that's not the message for right now. I felt like that wasn't the message for right now. <laughs> and I am very prayerful in what I do, not only careful, but prayerful in what I do and say, and it's just really important to me. And My next question, when I felt that impression, I'm like, okay, so then what is it? What is it? And I really felt like there was this, just put on my heart that people need to heal their relationship with work. Now, I don't know, maybe you might not necessarily call it healing, but I think a lot of us need to reevaluate our relationship with work. So then I just felt like I needed to press record and just share from my experience. And I want to talk to you about healing your relationship with work. And for me, I'm going to share from my experience because for me, it's been a journey. And when I immediately got that that word, like, honestly, I I don't even think it was necessarily something I thought about before. Like, I always thought about identity and work, but I never necessarily thought that my relationship with work needed to be healed. 
But I always just thought about, I need to detach. I knew that I needed to detach my identity from work. And the reason why like I knew this and it's something that I'm always working on is because sometimes like I can get so caught up in my work that like it's something like you can take me somewhere not even work related and I'm talking about work. I'm always talking about work or professional development or something that I learned. And when I started to peel back these layers years ago, I, I realized that I got my value and I found a sense of value in being a high performer. And I almost thought that this is who I am. Like that was almost the crown jewel. If I can, you know, accomplish this, like I put so much weight on my accomplishments or, um, or trying to pursue or get better at work. And it wasn't always healthy. (laughs) It wasn't always healthy. And I think it can happen because if you're doing something well, right. If you do work well, like for me, like I've, in my experience, I've, I've, usually a a high performer. I usually get promoted pretty much in most of the roles that I've been in. I've always gotten promoted pretty quickly. It's something that I always try to work for. And I feel like a lot of it came from like, you get an immediate dose of dopamine, right? When you do something right, you're immediately being celebrated, right? You're being praised, you're being, you know, thanked for it. But sometimes in other areas of our lives, it can feel thankless, you know, or we're not seeing that. So often we can start chasing after the dopamine, you know, the promotion, the wins, the celebrations, right? We lean heavily into the highlights and we shy away from the lowlights. But those things are just as important, my friend, because what I'm learning is that I'm neither the highlights or the lowlights. <laughs> that is not who I am. And for me, I struggle with putting my performance or putting my value into my performance. Like I associated my value with how valuable I was seen in a role or things like that. And I had to start detaching myself from that, doing the work to separate myself. And I think some of the obvious advice when we hear about, you know, how do we find our identity outside of work, right? We start hearing about diversify your identity, start doing things outside of work, side passions, you know, the relationships, your social, you know, circles, things like that. Invest into other areas of your your life, right? get a hobby. Like these are all the things that if you look up advice on how to, you know, detach or decouple your identity from work, those are the things that usually come up. Get a hobby, invest more into relationships and, you know, do this and that. And like those things I think are really important. And those things have helped me. But if I want to really get to the core, like I had to really peel back some things and it really went back to childhood for me. You know, like it was the praise of being a high performer or not coming from much to, you know, performing and getting promoted into being seen in a certain way. Like it was just so much more to me or for me than just, you know, trying to do more or get a, a hobby or, you know, it really went deep for me. And I had to start asking myself, like, why is it important for me to be the top performer? Why do I think I have to do this? And there's nothing against being like performing. I'm like all for it. I believe like that's part of the process. When I talk about own your work, that doesn't mean that you're not a, you know, a high performer. When I talk about creating your best work life yet, that doesn't mean that, you know, your aligned life means that you're just, you know, 
mediocre at work. That's not what it is. What owning your work is, it means that it doesn't define you. It means whether it's high or low, like that is not who you are. There's so much more to you and who you are and your identity and what God says about you than the work that you have to do. Like it went so deep for me and it went even spiritual for me because it was like almost how I was even like equating my relationship with God. Like if I'm doing good, if I'm doing, if I'm performing, then I'm good. If I am doing well, then that means I must be okay. If I'm experiencing highs, that means that I must be approved and loved. Like, but the reality is that I'm enough, even if I have a point in my career where I'm not doing well, I'm enough and I'm valuable and I'm highly loved and I am so much more, even if I have a moment where I fell. (laughs) I am enough, even if I show up and make a complete fool of myself. I am enough because I am loved not because of the work that I do. I'm loved because of who I am, because of who he says I am. And so for me, if I'm just being real and I'm keeping it 100 with you, like my identity doesn't just stem from my my passion projects or, you know, working on another thing or even like the relationships or things like that. My identity, how I like and how I am healing my relationship with work and how I am unraveling these things and really understanding who I am for me is going to the source. And for me, that's God. It's my faith. Like, what does God say about me? What does he believe about his daughter? And maybe your faith is different, right? But whatever it is that you believe in, I still believe in that same thing. What does your belief believe about you? What does what you believe believe about you or believe about humanity, believe about the being? Because that is where your worth comes from. I always have to reevaluate like how I am measuring my worth and make sure that like my worth isn't on external things like pay, <laughs> like my performance, like another accolade, like achievement. And it is so easy for me to get into those zones and it's something that I always try to go back to. And for me, once I started pursuing, you know, like aligned life, for me, pursuing aligned life means starting with who I am and showing up like how I am <laughs> to different spaces. And I feel like there's work that needs to be done when it comes to our identity with what you believe about yourself. Because from what you believe about yourself, everything else is going to come from there. Your behaviors is a reflection of what you believe about yourself. Everything is going to stem from that place, but who you believe you are. And I just want you to know that you are worth so much more than the work that you do. Like so much more. Like I don't know what your faith is and what you believe, but I can tell you that you're loved. I can tell you that you're loved and it's not because of the work that you do. It's not because of your performance and that your value doesn't go up or down, whether you get an accolade or not. (laughs) And like, that's the message that I want. Like, that is the thing that is flowing from my heart. And I just want to share that with you today. You're worth so much more than the work that you do. You're worth more than a paycheck. 
more than an accolade, more than another box that's checked. You are worth so much more. So if I can encourage you to do anything in this episode, I would tell you to pause, friend, and reflect on what you believe about yourself. Reflect on your relationship with work. My reflection and my experiences might look a little bit different from yours and how you relate to work and how you see your value. And maybe it might not even be a thing for you. Like you're like, nah, I'm good, Sonia. I, I know who I am and like I don't get these things, you know, jumbled or mixed or, you know, coupled together. And then if you don't, like that's good. That's that's great. But I know that so many of us, we struggle with it. And when things don't go our way or when things don't go how we think it should, or where we we start to feel disillusioned, not disappointed, like disappointment is normal, but then we start feeling disillusioned. And then that's like, that's the hard part. And that's why I believe that it's so important to know that your identity comes from something greater than your performance comes from something greater than the work that you do. It is your birthright. It is it is what every human deserves. Work beyond a number. And that's all I got, friends. I hope you pause, reflect, think about your identity and your relationship with work. Until next time, friends, remember, there's so much more to you than the work that you do. Own your work, friends. Don't let work own you. Until next time.